<laughs> yeah, that basically <laughs> That does it. There you go. Yep. We're going oh we're live right now? Oh hey. Uh hey everybody. Oh god. Uh, uh, th uh this is this is the fairly normal with Josh Wolf that I have been waiting for. Mm -hmm. Hello, Ross Matthews. Hello. I I'm so happy to be here. I am so now listen, first but, of all, mm -hmm. is it gonna be weird for you that I am the <laughs> captain of this? Because you never let me run the show when we were doing Sure. Uh he said he said. No, uh, uh, the name of the show is Josh and Ross. Yes, podcast. Uh, but it was he said he said. Sure. No, you 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 look at you in the big boy chair. Yeah, you, and by the way, just so everybody knows, look at the you. first thing we did when we sat down, my chair was down <laughs> here like this, and he was taller than me. And I was like, "Fuck that! I'm. Yeah. I need to raise up my." Seat. And he said to me, "He goes, you know, I'm in charge of the show." I said, "Sure, you are." <laughs> We'll see exactly who Absolutely. who will be running this show by the end. Uh, I'm very proud of you. It's very it, listen. If people don't know, we should tell them that we were. Oh, sh I'm already doing it. No, go, 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 go. Well, we did Josh and Ross forever. I will tell you that. And listen, I I say this with all due respect to everybody I've ever worked with, and had a relationship with, including my wife. <laughs> uh, I've never had as far as a, a conversation or comedic or creative chemistry. With anyone else like I have with you. Yeah, it's so mutual. And I think it's because we come at life from um, um, very different POVs. That's a point of view. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. I, you, we don't, you don't skip around Palm Springs thinking I, what I think. By the way, I watch, and I don't, I watch porn, so I know POV. I know oh, what that means. Oh, that's a... POV, POV porn means that the camera's pointing right at that one person. There's a term for it, because I watched the AVNs one time. Salvador and I tried to, you know, the AVN porn awards. Oh, and you there said was a, avian like, like they avian. were birds. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, and there's a term for that. Oh, can the, somebody look? It's that called up? POV. No, there's a different term for it. Can you look at that? Up? What do you mean? It's called POV. No, but there. Okay. POV porn. Understood. Yeah. Uh, in look, addition, at me, look at me defending POV porn. It it's called <laughs> POV porn. In addition to POV porn, uh -huh. there's also another term. It is. Yes. Of where the camera's right on that one yeah. person up close. Yeah. Close up. No. I don't like close up porn. It's a term. Gonzo. Gonzo porn. I look because I go, what? She goes, and best Gonzo goes through. I go, I don't know what that means. I go, Salvador, what is a Gonzo? And he goes, I don't know. So we looked up Gonzo porn. Tater Tot is here. If you guys remember Tater Tot from yes. the Josh Ross show. Okay, so she's here. Can you look up Gonzo porn? Can I tell you, do you remember uh, when we had been talking about, what was her name? Bibi. BB. BB. Oh, she was a porn star. Yeah, yeah. She was texting me, like, or tweeting me. Do you remember we talked about, like, thank you. What, what is it called? It's Gonzo, Gonzo, Gonzo pornography is a style of pornographic film that attempts to place the viewer directly into the scene. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's um, Gonzo porn. It's like POV. You know, it's another word for it's another uh, term for POV. <laughs> I don't. I don't need to be yeah. too close to the action. I don't. You know, I, I can't really watch porn. We've talked about this before because I, I get distracted by the horrible decor. They're yes. either in one of those 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 hotel rooms where you really would like pull back the, yeah. the, the top comforter, <laughs> yeah. and I would take out my disinfectant spray on the remote before I do it. Or they're in <sighs> they're in some like just nasty studio in the valley, and I and I start thinking like I know where I know that they got you get that hung blanket up on from, the story too. I get well, no, but I like I like knowing that I've seen that blanket at Crate and Barrel. I know that that's where they got it. <laughs> The lamps are Ikea. I've seen it all. And then I get, I do get invested in the story. See, that's where you and I have always differed. You want to know what's going on. You want like a five or ten minute lead into the sex. 
Yeah. I want like uh you know people like foreplay? Yeah. I like like thirty eight play. Yeah, you I like, like I like I like lean up to it. You like a little you like maybe a little problem solving up front and then like like a, like there's a, some conflict and the resolution is the sex. I would like a misunderstanding early on. Yeah. <laughs> you know what like, I mean? A misunderstanding I'm, like so, like somebody by accident, like a ball went through somebody's window and they had to go over next door. I'm sorry, my son threw the ball through the window. Uh, Mrs. Rottenbush. Yeah. I told I just told him by the way that I I grew up with somebody, maybe the last name of worst last name of all time. I grew up with somebody who's, and I knew their their na- last name was Rottenbush. So I, when I went to his house, are you saying Rottenbush? Rottenbush. I had to call his mother Mrs. Rottenbush. <laughs> <laughs> it was like every time I said it, I giggled. All their daughters got married at like sixteen yeah. just to get rid of that name. <laughs> You know the father was like, oh, I cannot have a girl. And they, no. any name you put in front of Rottenbush. Susie Rottenbush. Mary Rottenbush. <laughs> I mean, it's all bad. There's, there isn't a good one. Josephine Rottenbush. Esther Rottenbush. Uh, <laughs> Lily. Lily Rottenbush. That might be the worst one, I think. Okay. Lily Rottenbush. If we could uh, do- What do about we... Harry Rottenbush? <laughs> what if that would be a dude's name? That's not good. <laughs> Harry just another reason I'm gay. <laughs> I stay away from even Harry Rottenbush. I'm good. I'm good. Over here. I have to tell you that. What? Well, first of all, I appreciate it. I did want to mention your car as you pulled up today. Oh, Joshua Wolf was standing on the street. Saving you a parking hall. spot. Like my knight in shining armor. Yep. And then you pulled up in a car that I could have just picked up and brought across the street. Yeah. What, what is it? What is that? It's a little, it's a little BMW electric car. Um. I'm doing my part, Joshua. What part is that? My, I'm eliminating my 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 carbon footprint. But what about the electricity it takes to th- get bent? <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I I tweeted out this week about what people miss the most about our show. Mm-hmm. Get bent. Mm-hmm. Bromo. Uh, can we swear on this show? Of course. Okay, because it was get bent, but it was also get, get fucked. fucked. Get yep. fucked. You know what else? Was, you you know what my favorite moment was? Go. The practical joke. I forgot. About, I don't remember that. Okay, for those of you, and those of you may not have listened, and those of you who did listen, you know, Ross and I, Ross tried to play a practical joke on me, which did not work. Do you what, want to tell them what yours? What, what did I do? I well, forgot. I, it, was the, it was some terrible... I, I, I'm, not, I'm not good at that. I, I had somebody call, my brother call in. And pretend to be in the garage. A, a caller. This guy was calling in, and he's like, kind of looks like a dick on the phone. And yep. we we're like, okay, okay, whatever. He's like, oh, you think that's pretty funny, huh? Driving in your silver. And he mentioned described, your car. Describe my car, like with a hat in the back, and da da da. da. And I was like, what? Because I had texted my brother earlier, and I was like, this is his car. This is what's in the car. This is the address we're at. When you call, say, I'm. St- oh, you think you're funny with your whatever, whatever, with a hat in back at this address. Yeah. That was great, and then we just and he just scared the shit out of us. Oh, he was scary, and he said something about having a gun. Yeah, and he was in the in the the um uh the uh, parking lot gra- garage, and he was gonna come up. I mean, it was so petrifying. And he said, "I'm downstairs," and I said, "You stay right there, motherfucker. I'm coming down." Yeah, and then Josh went down there. And, well, pretended to go down. I was in the well, hallway. It was my brother. I'd like to think if you really listen back, you know, I was actually quite brave. <laughs> <laughs> do the whole thing. You do. <laughs> oh, do you want to mention your serious radio show? Oh, you want the one that starts on uh, this Tuesday, yeah, October which will be today. 13th. This will be downloaded tomorrow. Yes, uh huh. We, you know, I do my podcast, Straight Talk with yeah. Ross, and you can find that at straighttalkwithross.com. New episodes every Wednesday and Friday. Mm-hmm. And so we we started it after after we did our podcast, and I did Hello Ross on E. Mm-hmm. I was looking for something like just to like do it. You know, I really wanted to uh, connect without people in my way. Create and yep. connect, right? So. 
I started the podcast, and then it got really, really popular. We had big guests from Kristen Bell to Rosie O'Donnell. Josh Wolf was on. I know show. he was, and uh, still one of the highest rated. Ever. Was it? Yeah, you won there. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we started doing that, and then it just went really well. It got very popular. So now Sirius has come to us, and I've always wanted to do a serious show, and they said, "Hey, you want to try it out on on." Um, Serious radio. And one of the elements on Street Talk I always wanted to do was, and I loved when we would do on Josh and Ross, are the live callers, right? Yes. Because I, I, I love giving advice, right? I, I like to say I'm like Dr. Laura, but higher pitched. But on <laughs> but on the podcast Street Talk, we can't do that because we're not live. So that's the element we're taking over to Sirius Satellite Radio. I'm going to be the new Dr. Laura on OutQ, the gay channel. Do you want to do that today? The live Yes. Okay. We'll take calls. Yeah. Okay. So we're not going to do it quite yet, but in, a, in, in like 20 minutes or so, yeah. will you tweet out the number is 323 323- Two eight two seven four two four, and we'll answer some questions. Yeah, I'll tell you anything. That? Anything, nothing's off limits. How about that? Let me ask you. Your... So anyway, let me just yes, say. Yes. So on Tuesday, it's at two p.m. Pacific, five Eastern on Sirius OutQ one hundred six. So you call in, talk to me. It's going to be maybe fun. I will. I'm... Tater Tot will be there. Do you remember when you weren't? We were doing the Josh and Ross, and you weren't there, and you called in uh, and pretended to be a girl, yes. and 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 be uh, flirt with your son, flirt with my son. <laughs> yeah, and then it's just weird if you really if you just say it what it was. But in the moment, it was funny. It was super funny. It sounds do, illegal when you do. Do you remember it. what he said to you? No, because I at the very end I tipped him. It was you. Yeah. And he said to you, well, I forget what name you were using. Maybe you were using whatever. Whatever. Mary. Yeah. He said. No, I was using Lily Rottenbush. <laughs> he said, he said, Lily, you sound like a hefty gal. <laughs> and you ah, go, get fucked. Get fucked. <laughs> you know, the best part, though, is I didn't alter my voice yeah, in any no. way. <laughs> Funny. Um, I wanted to ask you mm-hmm. your experience on Hello, Ross. Yes. Walk me through. Okay. So, because we both had a similar experience, yes. uh, I don't know how uh, uh, how open you are to talking about Anything. yours. Um, you your show was I watched your show. Thank I'm you. not sure I was your demographic, hmm. but you took chances and you did different things on your show. And what I really liked about your show is that I honestly felt I like watching shows that I know and I know you that like oh this is his vision mm-hmm. like he's doing the show what he wants to do on the show so yeah. to me you came across Thanks. very very strongly and the numbers were the numbers were good um and they're you know I'm I'll just be totally honest yeah. with you they're like three times what anything in its time slot has had since since then yes yeah well, <laughs> which I shouldn't say. No, no, you can. It's tell, <laughs> they know it, and yeah, it, it's yeah, not yeah. like you're you're telling a secret. Yeah. And by the way, not to sh- shit talk anybody who's gone in there. You know, we're I'm not, still part of the E family. We're not shit talking. I have only love, but it was a real heartache. You know, that show for me is what I, since I was like eight years old, seven years old, dreamt about doing. Yes. Was doing a, a talk show like that from a fan point of view, which where everyone was welcome. And I think we, you know. It, you're not never going to come out episode one and have it be perfect. Yeah. You know, we, we did it for two seasons of 13, 13 weeks at a time, so 26 episodes. It doesn't sound like a lot, but it is a lot of work. It's a lot. To get to that point, you know. Uh, and also, like, I think it just got really good. We got really good at it, you know. And I think the numbers were, were really good for not really telling people that the show was on. That e, listen, I don't. I'll never be on E ever again. I'm sure. <laughs> so I still have Celeste. I, 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 I will say this out loud. Mm-hmm. Their marketing strategy. I don't know what it is now, but at that point, their marketing strategy was zero. They advertised your show on their network, and that's it. Yeah. You, in order to get 
more numbers and more people, you need to step outside yes. of it a little bit. And also, we got caught up in Chelsea leaving. You know, Chelsea mm-hmm. and her company produced Wait, my show. Wait, is that show, show not on the air anymore? <laughs> but now she, so she left, and bad, there was bad blood with them, and so blah, 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 blah. And that's, that's the thing. You know, after that show, and we're going to get to your experience as well, because you're hosting, sorry. But uh, I'll tell you this. Well, my question to you after the show is, because I feel like yeah. our experiences were similar. What was that like for you? What was that time, that month or so after? Month. For you? Yeah, rough. No, it's a lot longer than that. It was really rough. I remember after the show went away, I retreated to, to my place in Palm Springs, and Tater Talk came out. And she's like, how are you? And I decided I was going to paint this huge brick wall fireplace and take apart my kitchen and repaint all the cabinets, right? And mm-hmm. and because I just needed to, I was so used to creating something and stepping back and seeing it and say, like, I did that today that I needed to have that. So Taya came over and she goes, how are you doing? I said, I'm painting this wall. She goes, no, how are you doing? I go, I'm painting this wall yeah i just needed to create because my heart was broken and if i think about it it's still broken you know and i feel like a different person at first i felt like a worse person after it because i just like i had laser focus to get there my entire life and then it was gone and so then well then what you know so i just felt like i i was the underdog trying for so long and then it went away and now i feel very differently now i feel very uh grateful in a way and i feel like now I have nothing left to prove. So everything else is kind of gravy. Does that make sense? Uh, it makes a lot of sense to me. Look, you know, I feel the same way. My dream to the fucking letter mm-hmm. is that the show, the Josh Will show, what I did on CMT. Yeah. That is exactly what I always wanted to do. I wanted to have my friends there. I wanted to talk. I didn't want to talk about, you know, pop culture because that's not really my thing. Yeah. I like weird things. I like silly stories. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I like things that elicit an opinion. Mess around with my friends. And then I never really wanted to do celebrity interviews. Not not because I'm not, they're not interesting people, but because there are people who do it way better than I do. Yes. And I don't agree so quickly with that. And. No, <laughs> no, but I'm no, you know yes. your strengths. Yeah. And. You're, I, come on. I, but, but I like, I like. Like, I like being on my feet. I like, you yeah. know, so that's why we did all those things. It was, and I look back, what the hardest thing for me was, I can't look at that show and go, oh, I, it was taken off because we didn't do something right. Like, yes, I, it hit everything that I wanted it to hit. Look, was it perfect? No. But what people forget is, you know, if you take anybody, even go back and look at Fallon's first three months. Uh, let's talk early Oprah. Let's talk early Conan. There you go. But what I'm saying is TV then was given a chance to grow. Well, you talk about their first three months. To get three months is impossible in television now. If you're not a hit on episode two, it's impossible. But here's the thing. But that's why shows like, um, let's use Scandal, for example, or How to Get Away with Murder. Mm -hmm. You know, the reason those shows kind of blow their wad quickly is because what TV is asking you to do now is take something that might have taken 12 episodes... Mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. and put them in the fucking pilot yeah so it's so exciting that people have to watch but then there's nowhere to go i know and right? i understand people listening are probably like oh boohoo boys you're in hollywood no, no, no. ross just yeah, said yeah. bmw like i get it but like okay fair enough and like we there is some perspective but imagine you got the dream job and then then it was taken away from you just imagine i, I also feeling. listen listen guys and 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 and, and there's uh, you know, to quote my friend Doug Stanhope. I thought you were saying Maya no, Angelou. <laughs> to, yeah, Maya Angelou. To quote, as as I will, as the cage bird sings. Uh, to quote, and this isn't an exact quote for Doug Stanhope, but, 
you can't compare sucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everybody's life has their different sucks. You can't compare. Oh. That's a gay. You could throw your gay. Actually, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't compare. And, and here's the thing. That's the thing too. Like your dream. When you hit your dream, yeah. and, to, and to do your dream as well as you thought you were gonna do it. Yeah. And then to have it kind of taken away. And what people also don't understand is, look, it's feast or famine in this town mm-hmm. and i know that it seems like oh you guys are you're on tv or you're what are you complaining about but then we also went 12 years with no work at all we went 12 mm-hmm. years as interns we went 12 years i mean look i, I can't tell you how many catering jobs I had i, I lived off a thousand dollars a month with three kids in one bedroom for four years yeah. so i get it yeah. i do you know what i mean i get yes. it so so like the perspective is you know, we work hard, and there, and for every one of us, and I would say, as far as success wise, it's not like we're in the top one percent in this town. Yeah, no. So, and there's still tons of people with the struggle. So, I, I, we're, we're not trying to say boohoo us. No, but it, it does. It just like I love you can't compare sucks because it does it does suck you know and and here's the deal too then you start thinking about okay like when you regroup okay what am I going to do next well do I want to invest that much more into another thing if I can't control the outcome I can control the product but I can't control the outcome and that is frightening because you know I'm a control freak you know I like that I don't know but listen, but listen, it got me here and, and I have to just sort of say like it made me grateful for a lot of other things that maybe I would have taken for granted. You know what I mean? Other things in my life, my support system, my family, my dogs, other things that like I actually did have when yeah. like it was really in the major suck, you know? I am still in a little bit of a a free fall. You are still. A little bit creatively. You know yeah. what's weird for me? What? I've never been more confident with who I am as a person outside of a, it's standing, get away from the microphone, get away from my job, my career as a person walking around in the world. Uh I've never been more confident in who I am. It has given me less confidence, oddly enough, on stage or behind a microphone because that, oh my God, I don't know who I am. What am I going to do? I funneled into funny. Does that make sense? Yeah. And now that I'm feeling a little more calm, the frenetic energy or th- that spun itself into humor isn't there as much. Um, let me put this does into- Does that make sense It at does, all? and I'll put it into football reference, even though you are wearing a Patriots hat. Wore it on purpose. You motherfucker. This was the Super Bowl. This is actually the game that the Patriots beat the Seahawks. Go ahead. Oh, it's the one they cheated to get to? Anyway, no, I don't think so. Let's check to see if anyone got suspended. No, okay, go ahead. Oh, oh, really? Just, oh, let's just... see. Is OJ guilty of murder? Oh, no, nope, he didn't murder anyone. So but apparently not. Apparently according not. To the... According to the. Well, I will tell you this. Yes. It's funny. Do you want me to bring it up? I mean, no team has been caught for performing enhancing drugs more more than the Seahawks since Pete Carroll's been in the league. I mean, he ran such a clean program at USC. You know he'd bring it to Seattle. Such a clean, clean program. Go ahead. All right. So you want to go that low, really? I'm not going oh. low. I'm just going facts. Okay. Or oh, you, you really want to go facts? Yeah, F-A-X. What do you think I'm saying? <laughs> fax it to me. Yeah, fax. No, fax it to me. <laughs> When's uh, the last time you said so, a fax? So let me tell you. Uh, go on. <laughs> never. 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 Never figure that out. But let me tell you. Uh, we were talking about the. Oh, okay. So I Ray, So they were talking about the Seahawks on the Fox uh, pre-show yep. this Sunday. And they were talking about the same team. Turns out they're not. And they were saying like, all right, because they get to this level of success. And then they kind of lost like the hunger. They yeah. lost the hunger. And I was thinking about that. And I was like. 
am I still hungry after after achieving this and knowing that I have no control of it, right? And I'm trying to think if I'm still hungry to do anything anymore. You know, I mean, for so many years, I was like the underdog trying. We were hustling, hustling, yeah. hustling. Trying. Do we have it anymore? This is way too personal that anyone wants to get. No. But like, it's like, do you, do because you, it takes so fucking much. Yeah. It's so hard to do it. So th- I figured it out though. Huh. If we can't, and I said this to you on the phone the other day, if we can't control the outcome, let's just make stuff that we love, right? That's what we did. No, 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 no. That's what we did, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what we did, but the outcome was the only thing we were interested in. True. Now, we don't worry about the outcome. We can't control that. So let's just make things that we love, which is why, Joshua, we need to take Bromo Designs to the next level. For those of you who don't re- don't remember, Ross and I were going to come out with our own clothing line called Bromo. Uh, because Which is a mix between bro, me being the bro, and me being a giant homo. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's like the like the, okay, ready? So it's what your gay best friend would recommend you wearing. Yeah, mixed with what a straight guy thinks is hot. Yep. Hello. It's so good. Wait, wait. wait. Are you hearing cash registers? I am. Actually, my I just hear you screaming hello. <laughs> let me let me ask you: Are sandals in this outfit? Because I don't think I could do a sandal. A sandal for a woman. A man. I think we're making clothes for women. Oh, that's right. Did you just figure out what Bromo is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I remembered now. I remember now. It's it's it's. The fuck am I doing? It's, it's, it's so it's so joining I, up with you. It's it's. I remember now. I've smoked a lot of weed. It's what you it's think what is I, hot. It's what I would think is hot. Let me. Yeah. Ask, I just need a little help with my outfits. Oh well, my Salvador. You look great. You look my partner Salvador's wardrobe size, but I wouldn't change your look. I really wouldn't. It's T-shirt, good. jean, hat. Yeah, I have my. Get a get a get, a, get two at least two uh, light jackets for the winter here in SoCal. Got them. Okay, but are they good jackets? I couldn't. I couldn't answer that question. I have an idea. I know that they. I. I just. I ask the people. I go. Does this wrinkle if I sit on it? And they say no. I go. I'll buy one. Okay. <laughs> I, <laughs> Is the, that the most ludicrous question? No, because I. What are you wearing? What are you wearing? A fucking like a moo No, but I. You know, like it's got to have that. You know that. What's that material called? Tunic. What's that material called? They go. Corduroy. No, no, no. Cow. Like it's a not nylon. Nylon. The the water doesn't come in it. It's not plastic. We're not gonna have like a latex, like a like a latex. I don't think, but I, I a latex jacket. I don't know so. what that is, but I have an idea of a denim jacket. You know the tater tot, the denim jackets that have the wool insides. I have one of those. Che- I want you to wear one of those. I have one of those. I have one of those. Those are I- hotter than people think. I like Anytime it. Anytime I see someone in that, I go, well, I'd like to chop that wood. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. I have one of those, and I have one of the corduroy ones with the with that inside too. I like that, but I said denim. But okay. Yeah, but the problem with the denim is that I, I'm always wearing denim on the bottom. You know what I think you should do, and it's not Jay Leno of you, but I think to mix a denim, I used to be very much against it. And tater tot, I don't know if you've noticed, but recently I've been I've been mixing a denim. If you do it with like I do like a pastel and a mix of denim, do you understand that makes a difference? No, no, no. Wait, 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 slow down. We're we're back to the point where I understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. Individually, but in a sentence, I don't get it. You wouldn't it. wear a jean and a brown shirt and a denim jacket, but you could wear a jean and a pink shirt and a denim jacket. Do you understand? Am I right, everybody? What, what, what do you mean? So what is that, Tater? Yeah, yeah. She said you'd be Canadian tuxedo, as you would say. Yeah, but oh. what if I did like a blue, like a blue jean, like a black jean? What if I mixed the jeans? Like so, one was blue and one was black. Are you are you timing something right now? No, I just got a text from Salvador. Everything at the ninety nine cent store is buy one get one free. 
<laughs> Welcome to my relationship. What is that? Is that an iWatch? That's an Apple Watch. Yeah, why? Watch. Let me ask you. Do you don't, don't you have a phone? Yeah. So tell me why. Do you both. see my phone out? Yeah, but tell me why do you have both? Do you see my phone out? I don't. Right. And this is me at dinner or in a meeting. My, I don't have my phone out, uh-huh. but I still know what's going on in the world because my watch goes, hey. <laughs> my watch goes, you who hey, I'm not going to that. The 99 store, everything's buy one, get one free. Do you still go into the 99? What do you get in the 99? Oh, we love a 99. What do you get in there? Oh, anything you want. Well, you buy no, food in there? No. Okay, so what else do you get? Like plastic cups? For example, Salvador just went to the Dollar Tree, which we prefer to the 99, uh, and he got a ton of uh, Halloween decorations. But don't you have them from last year? Yes, but we're updating. It's a new house. But okay, so you get Halloween decorations there. What else do you get there? Oh, um, do you get? Do you buy those little weenies? I to, uh, wouldn't that be in a food column? No, they're not really food. I mean, you eat them. <laughs> what do we not, get there? I mean, we get everything what do you buy there? there. You buy we, we buy like Plastic you could buy cups? toilet paper. Oh, hand soap. Um, uh, if I needed, if I was in the, yeah, you keep saying plastic cups. If I was looking for a plastic cup, I'd probably go to the nine cent store. Calm down. You don't go to Target. Listen, of course I go to Target, but I mean, if I'm buying something like that, it's not because here's what happened. So we were lucky enough to get a house in Palm Springs. You know, I live in Palm Springs part time. Yeah. And so uh, I go there uh, right when we buy the new house. The first thing you need in there is you need toilet paper. You need soap for the bathrooms. because You don't get toilet paper at the 99 cent store. No, just bear with me. So I go to Target and I get all that, or another store, I get all that stuff, right? And I come back and sal- I go, Salvador, look, I got this. Like each of these soaps were like three forty nine. He's like, you idiot. I said, why? He goes, why are you paying three forty nine for hand soap? And that's when he took me by the hand, which was clean, yeah. and brought me to the Dollar Tree. All of that's 99 Tinfoil. Where are you buying your tinfoil? How much you pay for tinfoil these days? You got uh, a tinfoil guy? Can I, can I tell you something? <laughs> what? I can't remember the last time I bought tinfoil. I mean, I don't buy it. My assistant does. But I make him go. <laughs> Come on. I make well, I mean, him go. <laughs> Seriously, can I tell you something? No, you know why I'm really you. picky about toilet paper? When I was, I remember growing up, my dad was very cheap with very interesting things. And one of the things he was cheap with mm-hmm. was toilet paper. Not only did he buy cheap toilet paper, but if you were going poop, he would make you do it with the door open so he could count the squares. That's lunacy. So he would say, how many squares you got there? I'm like, I don't know. He was like, count them out for me. And I'd be like, one, two. And he was like, that's enough. I'm like, that's not enough. And he was like, you don't, you don't need more than two squares. I'm like, first of all. Tell that to my dirty butthole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> By the way, that's going to be the ne- <laughs> that's gonna be the name of my next book. Tell that to my dirty butthole. You got to record that and just play it all the time. That'll be the name of my next book. My that's, Days in Hollywood, Tell That to My Dirty your, Butthole. Your dad is wrong. And, and okay. that's not okay to do to somebody. I know. My grandfather, when he used to come to the house, he would come with gifts for all of us. And you know what his gift was for the house? What? He would bring like 48 rolls of toilet paper. The good stuff? Yes. Wow, he, he rich, rich Oh, grandpa. my grandfather was like, he, he was like, first of all, I will not shit at your house. My dad also used, he was a, he was a pooper with the door open. Oh and, and I never, it was rough. I grew up, I remember many times, because his bathroom was near his room. So I'd be with my friends and he'd be like, Josh, come in here. And we'd run in there and we'd think he was in his room. Yeah. And he'd be in the in the bathroom with the door open and you just hear him go, what are you boys doing? No. And we were like, oh no. No. no, no my, my, my friends were like, I can't come to your house, man. I can't, this is not okay. My Salvador and I, one time, you know, if you're a gay couple and you are, you get on the same cycle. <laughs> 
What cycle? Like, what does that mean? Does anyone like, know what that means? We had brunch at the same time. Oh, right, it's right, time. Right, right. Anyway, so it, it does. It hasn't happened often. I can only think of one time where we were both like out in public, and I was like, I gotta go. And he was like, I gotta go. And it was like, I, I guess we. Were, so we were like side by side. Can you in, imagine being in the stall part- side by side? Imagine with your wife and Beth, and you were side by side. Would you be able to go? Okay. If your partner was in the stall next it's to you. It's very interesting that you're talking about this now. Beth and I have a have a very strong no poop in front of each other rule. Okay. Now, I would, but her thing is, I don't know that she doesn't think she could come back from it. I understand. Okay. It's, a, it's got it. Okay. I don't know if she could either. No, no, no. I, I guarantee you, I know what happens. She could not. And no. I don't think I could come back from, I don't need to see it. Now, and listen, I know she's not listening. Have there been times when she's flushed and a floater has come back up and yeah. I come back in after? I'm like, that's unfortunate that I saw that. Yeah. But, but listen, you can shake it. You're a guy. You can shake that yeah, out of your mind. Well, okay, so then my here's my other question. Go. You're a guy. Yeah. Sal's a guy. I've told you we're fine with it. Oh, so you guys are fine with it. But you said side by side. It didn't occur to me that it was an issue until right when it was like done. And I was like. Did you hold hands under the wall? No, no. (laughs) He did have a wide stance though. Are you wide? No. So I, but I realized, (laughs) I realized like halfway through, like, I can't believe we're doing this. Like, does this cross the line? But it didn't occur to me until we were there. Did you guys talk about it afterwards? I don't think I ever brought it up. I mean, would you? I just do... wanted it to go away once I thought about it. Like, I can't. When you get your giant palace, will you have side by side toilets so you can guys? No. Nope. Would you have toilets that faced each other so you could look at each other, like you know, just talk to each other while you were shitting? That's the dumbest question I've ever been asked. I, not the, the not answer... listen. To you listen, you know what? If you really want to be close to somebody, stare them in the eye when they're going to the How much would someone have to pay you to stare me in the eye while we both went number two? I will tell you something right now. Just because I know how uncomfortable it would make you, <laughs> I would pay somebody to do it. I would seize up. I would I, be able to do yeah, it. Just because I know how uncomfortable it would make you, that would actually... Look, you know, I grew up with three older brothers, so making other people uncomfortable is like a gift yes, for me. you're quite good at it. Thank you. So you, standing, you sitting in front of me, I know, would make you way more uncomfortable than me. So I would love to do it. What would make you the most uncomfortable to have to do while you're looking me in the eye? What would make you the most uncomfortable? I look, don't look me in the eye and think about it. I think probably getting some sort of blowjob or something like that. <laughs> if I, mean, I was like cheering her on. Yeah, if you were just like, you're doing great. <laughs> you know what? You're doing real super. You know what? That's not how I would do it, yeah. but. Um, oh. <laughs> That's not my technique, but whatever. It's unique. <laughs> I think there's aspects you're ignoring. That hilarious because you know what would be funny. I mean, listen, it, there's a. I've always said I'm gonna. I don't know how to put this. Any way you want. I've never blown anybody, but I'm a dude. I still feel like I could even first time out of the gate. I could do it better than a lot of women, just because I kind of understand the game. I think I don't think you're wrong. Like for example, that one time I went down on a woman. Yeah, I think any woman in the world would do it better than I did. It. I, I can, I, I wasn't there, but I can imagine that it was. It's hard to pleasure a vagina when you're going. Ew! <laughs> Yuck! What that? <laughs> Why is that out? Why is it out? Uh, out? I ever tell you? Okay. What came? Things come out of it. This is the worst vagina story of all time. All right, hold on. I'm you taking the about, headphones off? No, I just want to get comfortable. Okay, so we were in Mexico. Okay. Okay. And that is starts bad already. Okay. And um, it was on one of those. Where in Mexico? Cabo. It was on one of those Chelsea trips. But oh. I, I'm in uh, a strip club with, and I won't say who it was. I I I, I was there to play practical jokes. And Do somebody. I know this person? 
Yes. I was there to play a practical joke on him. And what I did was, I was he, he was like, I've never been to a strip club. I go, oh, yeah, come on, I know a great place. So I walked in, and, and I beat him up the stairs, and I said to the manager, I go, I need you to find your grossest girl. <laughs> and he goes, like, looking or what she'll do? I go, preferably a combo of the two. <laughs> you did not. And um, he goes, I know exactly who it is. And he showed me who it was. And it was like this 60-year-old <laughs> Nana who was still where she just needed whatever scraps. And she she was short hair. Yeah. And, like, you know a woman that, like, like really big in the front. So big boobs, big belly, but nothing on the back. Like oh, a flat yeah, board. Oh, yeah, sure, like. sure, 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 sure. And she was about five, three. I bet you she pushed two bills. And yeah. so he was All like, right. how about her? And I said, perfect. Mm -hmm. I go, bring my friend into the Boom Boom Room and tell him that your friend, me, mm -hmm. bought you a special prize. Okay. And you actually paid for this. Oh, fuck yes. Okay. So I knew that was the practical joke. That and and you know I'm the kind of person I don't need to see the practical joke. Okay. I just need to know that it happened. Understood. I don't need to see it. I never there. I I I do practical jokes on people all the time where I never see them. I just know that they happen. Sure. And that's enough for me. Sure. Okay. So, uh, we're sitting there with the girl that was all had never been to a strip club either. So I was like, "Why don't you come? It'll be fun because it'll be a fun practical joke." And we're sitting there, and uh, this girl comes out on stage and starts dancing, and the girl who was there started squinting, and she goes. What is hanging out of her vagina? Nope. And I said, her vagina is hanging out of her no. vagina. No. But she's got an Audi. There are Audis and Innies, and she had an Audi. And it was like- Have you, Tater Talk, can, you, can, you, can, can she come yeah, up here? Yeah, come on over here. Can we ask a woman? So there are there are those that hang out a little more. Do Have you heard of- Did you not know that there are Audis? I didn't know there were Audis. Yeah, there are some that hang out a little more than others. Wow, and, like- And I'm not, listen, I'm not against them. I'm an equal opportunity employer. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. So but let me tell you something. Let me ask you a question. Some of them look like Homer Simpson sideways. Okay. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> let me ask you a question. Yes. Say you're on a date with somebody. Okay. You're single. Yep. Okay. For some reason, she's into you. Mm -hmm. You're going to go hook up. Things are getting hot and heavy. You got uh -huh. that foreplay revving. Mm -hmm. And then you go down and it's a massive Audi. Uh -huh. I mean, it's like a, it's a massive Audi. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, like like a flora and a fauna. <laughs> Whole ecosystem. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't understand that. Oh. <laughs> I think that's some plant action. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so it's like it's like Little Shop of Horrors. Yes. Okay. I that was a musical reference for you. By the way, how'd I do? Uh, very, very well. Thank you. Would you feed her Seymour? I would. <laughs> you would. Yeah. Listen. First of all, as far as bodies go, mm -hmm. I have dated. The very big and the very small. Dated or had sex with? Both. Really? Uh, listen, my ex was not a small, the mother of my kids, not a small woman. Mm -hmm. She had to go 5'6", 180, okay. 75. Right. That has never been, for me, body type has never been an issue. And so the actual vagina? Yeah. Look, once I get there, yeah. maybe if you sent me a picture of it ahead of time, I'd be like, meh. But once I'm there... I'm like, you're no. good to go. Oh, yeah. Never thought about it. And you know what else? It's like, that's why when people say granny panties, I ain't granny panties. I'm like, listen, a couple extra inches of cotton, that's not a deal breaker for me. No. Do you know what I mean? And also, just for the by the way, like once you're like a year in the relationship, like who gives a shit? You know no. I mean? and, but I've never been, lingerie for me 
has never never been I guess I like it in a magazine, but in the bedroom, it's coming off anyways. And I'm not a role play guy. Are you role play people? No. You're not a role play person. No, can you imagine? <laughs> oh, I'm a drill sergeant. <laughs> right on. But your back your backstory for your role play would be extensive. So it would I be would, a little like, too like, detailed. Sorry, Salvador, just give me a second. What's my motivation here? I just feel like yeah. I don't know, I just as a child, yeah, no, you're. What I saw wouldn't. I don't think I would have processed that. You would enough. ask her to punch up your backstory. You'd be like, I need a little more story. <laughs> sure, <laughs> do a few runs. And yeah, I need a little. Yeah, so I don't roll. Do you roll? Are you a role player? No, no, it's never. I think I get. I get way too far in my own head about it. Same thing. Just really? Like, well, what? what like, like you're not acting well enough? Yeah, like, well, do I have any? kids in the back or like or do I what's my like what do I do for a living what about or? the talking dirty I always I've never done it in my entire life I love it I, really I'm afraid I'm going to insult you I love it the only thing is is like sometimes you do say things like that are just mick you're so into it you're like I'm going to make you a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> no, but like you're you're so into it and you're trying to and you say something like I want you inside of me and you're like wait a second that's I'm supposed oh, to say Oh, really? Like you're oh, supposed, you know what I mean? You I mix up oh, your uh -huh. Yeah, you mix up your And sometimes look, especially with something you don't know, you have to dip your toe. You can't jump. Sometimes you jump in. I've jumped in and I made the mistake of jumping in with two feet. And I said something to a girl and it was like a and she was like, "What?" And I was like, "Oh, that's not this is not I thought that's she where... must have been out if you could fit two feet in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you not a dirty talker? Let's try it. No. Okay. okay. Wait. <laughs> Tell me what to. I want you to just whisper what to say. Like, come okay. up here. Is, off it, mic is it gonna be? Is it something that you would say to whoever? It could be whatever. Don't worry about genders. Just tell me what to say. Like, okay, just okay. okay. Ready? Tell me off mic. Okay, okay. Okay. Can you sing a song? Okay, here we go, here we go. Hold on, this is Ross Matthews' first attempt to talking dirty. I'm going to close my eyes. Should we close our eyes? Yes, and you told me what to say. Oh, yes, oh, yeah. Now say it in like, it's happening right now. Okay. All right, and like you're into it and just be like, yeah, okay, hold on, I got my eyes closed. You want me to do it like that? No, say it however you would say it. Oh, well, I wouldn't say it like that. Oh, yeah. Well, you don't have to say it like that. All right, ready? Say it okay. how? Okay, okay, okay. Okay, 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 okay. okay. I have it written. Okay. All right, all right, all right. Oh, yeah, that's right. Suck that dick. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. First we said dick. Sounds like you're reprimanding your multi food. It sounds like you're... All right, more music. Give me another one. Do, 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 do. Okay, here we go. I shut. I shut. Okay, I shut. This is Ross Matthews attempt number two at Dirty Talk. Ready, go. Oh, yeah, I love that pussy. That pussy's so tight. No. By the way, if you laugh while you're saying it, that's terrible. I was really trying. Can I ask you what in high school? Yes. What was your sexual? What were your sexual experiences like in high school? I was. Um, well, you can read about it in my book, Mana. I did. I, I read it. That's why I'm just trying to I'm, give a little. Um, uh, one time, I explored the. Uh, I, I went down on a girl. Yeah. That wasn't great. And that was kind of it. 
So what 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 was and how long have you known Ross? I've known him since high school. And when did you in high school? Mm-hmm. The people you went to high school with did know he was gay or didn't know he was gay? I think. I mean. I, I mean, think as, I think as much as we knew about what gay was yes. back then. Yeah, we, I mean, listen, it wasn't on TV. It wasn't in the right. in, in the in the dialogue in the country. I mean, we mm-hmm. were a small farm town. It wasn't like who's gay, who's not. It was just like, you know, right? Who's funny, who's not? Right, right. So yeah. in high school, the nobody was like, oh, Ross is gay. I mean, they were, don't you think? Yeah, but, but it wasn't but an never, issue. never, never an issue. No, not that I could ever remember. But I wasn't like out because there was no one gay there. I mean, it turns right. out there were like our friends, lesbians, people yeah. like that. But. Uh, at the time, there just—I mean, there's not, not like there was a gay group or like people were dating or like going gay to the prom. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it just it didn't exist for me. And then I went to college, and there wasn't even a big gay population at my college. I mean, I don't date in college either. There I wasn't will, a lot of that going on for I, me. I will tell you, you know, and I don't know if I've ever told you this before, but I'm uh, I'm very um, what what your journey. Yes. Is very. Oh, did I move? I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Oh, we're getting oh, hurt. Sorry. Tater talk. Your journey is very impressive to me for a lot of reasons. Oh, a lot of reasons. One, you're like a Shania Twain, except I do impress a you much. Yeah, <laughs> that was very Asian. So you're I gay. do impress she a you much. She doesn't. Don't impress a me much. So you think you're Elvis? She says, oh, I hate that, but I can't stop seeing it. Um, here's my thing, man. Like you came to a town. Where on paper, especially when you came here, if you had said these are my attributes, yeah, this is this is what my voice sounds like. Mm-hmm. This is my sexual orientation. Yes, this is w- exactly what I look like. Yes, I'm gonna be a success in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. But what is so impressive to me is that you didn't try to fit into the mold that this town, not as much makes people now, but when you first got here, especially tried to fit everybody into that one cookie cutter right yes so for you to go mm, i'm just not gonna try to do that mm-hmm. especially on at that time the highest rated late night show yeah where where does that oh. inner but where does that inner straight like where there does was, that come there, from the, well the, you're very kind but there was no it's true i'm not the, saying well, it's not true the, well but there was no strength i mean it's just it, for me it's a take it or leave it thing and like someone just took it you know what i mean it's as simple as that someone else decided to take it I, it's not like i can alter any of this right so i came not thinking of of any of that and i just came as myself and someone at the tonight show debbie vickers and jay leno and mm-hmm. anthony kaleka said oh you know oh he's funny let's do this what i did do right so i can't take credit for that i just wasn't smart enough to dumb it down right but that's not true i I, well let me just say this you can always not be yourself and what you did was be yourself well it didn't occur to me to do anything else Ah, and then what i will take credit for is this though when uh, when it could have been made into a big joke and people kind of thought i think at the beginning they thought it was yes and that was funny but i was always like well laugh at me honey i'll win by the end like i'll just win by the end you know and i always won by the end and like that's why i took that that internship which was almost 14 years ago and now turn it into a career because I always just thought like okay you 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 can laugh but I'll I'll you'll laugh with me by the end do you because you I think look I don't know if you feel it but but I I, I know it's been uh, given to you or I, like you have you may have a responsibility that I don't it's not like the straight white guy struggle do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's not like I'm like, hey, come on, I'm going to pioneer for us <laughs> in this town. I'm going to trailblaze for the straight white guy. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you ever feel 
responsibility? All the time. Every day. Every day. And I totally embrace it. I didn't know that I would, but I totally embrace it. And I'll tell you when it happened for me. Okay, ready? So it happened like on day two of being on television. I remember going back to growing Tonight up- Tonight Show television? Yes. Okay. I remember going growing up in, with Tater Tot when where we grew up in Mount Vernon, Washington. And I remember being a kid knowing he was like gay, right? And thinking like, what is, okay, what is that? What is being gay? What is that? What are they, like if I'm gay, what did I grow up to be, right? Mm-hmm. And I had no fucking clue. And that was the only thing that scared me about it. it wasn't that I didn't like myself or I wouldn't, I just didn't know what it meant. Like, what does a grown-up gay person look like? And it's because I couldn't point at TV and see it, right? No one was on there. Oh, that's interesting. Right. I couldn't say, well, I'll be like that guy. Because nobody was. Right. Out, and successful, role model. Happy, gay. But there's none of those. None of those existed. So when I when um, when um I first started in Leno and the, then people would email. I mean, I was on blogging, all yeah. this stuff. And people started like, I've never seen anyone like you on TV. Like, I didn't think that. I thought I was the only guy with a voice like that. Or, or wow, my dad, we watched you in the living room. My parents don't know I'm gay, but they were laughing and saying, my mom said how much she loves you on TV. I think maybe I could come out to her. Click, click, click. And I thought, oh, my God, I'm providing that thing that wasn't there for me. And, I mean, that was 14 years ago, and the landscape of television was very different. Yes. Will and Grace had just kind of come on. Ellen had just sort of come out. Queer, queer for the Straight Guy wasn't on yet. You know, it was no, just sort it wasn't, of, huh? Right? Hmm. It was was a, that the big one? Uh, they were all all of those were kind of big around the same time is that all Ish, around the same time yeah mm-hmm. that was yeah that's when the culture mm-hmm. really started to shift when we right. started to talk about it I mean Ellen did it and then you know all of that so it was a very different time so I remember thinking like well then let's run with that it's not my purpose my purpose is to make people feel good and laugh and, yes. and create right but it's a, a byproduct of my purpose that I'm very proud of and I've been I've been working with the human rights campaign for over a decade now when I started zero states had marriage equality I've been speaking with them all over the country and it's not because of me, but it's because of that group. I'm very proud to say that. You know, when I look back uh, as a grandfather talking to my grandchildren, yeah. and we talk about, can you believe one day gay people couldn't get married? I'll be able to say, well, I had a little part to do with it. Yeah, you I did. Was there. You also, uh, look, you, you, there, are, I don't know, how do I say this? There are different, um, just like with straight guys, there's different kind of straight guys. What makes you? Even, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, there's the Nelly Queens. Yeah, but you, <laughs> like me, there's when you like say I am who I am. I couldn't have hid. So you are. It's not like you're. Um, whatever. If you take Will and Grace, the Eric McCormick character. Yeah. Straight acting. You're not. Okay. But you're not. You were You're not that guy. Like you said, there's. There was no. It's not like you're. You're. You, you're not hiding. Well, you know, when I started on Leno, the I was very embraced by the viewers, even though it was a mainstream yes. show. Where I wasn't embraced was by the gay community. I got a ton of Is emails from gay people saying, how dare you go on there and act like that? You're setting back the movement all That's these years. That's my question, yeah. And it pissed me off. Tater knows me very well. Like, not a lot pisses me off, right? right? Yeah. I get flustered by traffic like this, but to get really to my core pissed me off. And I would write these people back. And you know what I would say to them as a, as a fucking kid in college? I would write to them, fuck you you stupid motherfucker if your parents or people can accept me in their living rooms guess what your life is going to be a lot fucking easier so how dare you come to me and tell me that i can't go out there and be myself that has since shifted but that was the thing and i remember i was the what because they they said you were acting too gay too too, by the way acting there was no acting going on but you know what i mean yeah yeah, 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 so they said it was too gay like how dare you you know you you you, you're setting the movement back you're being a stereotype it's like i'm not being a stereotype i'm being myself yeah and if people can accept me then you're going to be just fine and then i saw you get so mad about it and then i was out i was i was a grand marshal of san francisco pride and i was with leah delaria who's big boo on um uh orange new black yeah 
big lesbian, yeah. right? Lesbian. And she did this speech, and she was like, all you people who, who make fun or roll your eyes at the, the butch lesbians or the Nelly queens, we are the people who have made it easier for you, yes. right? And it was such an eye-opener. Like, I just let it go at that point because she was, like, so right, and what are you going to do about it? But anyway, isn't that interesting? And uh, that it was our com- my own community that wouldn't accept me then. Can I tell you something? This is com- on a completely different scale and different yes. level. Do you know the crowd that I have the hardest time getting to my shows or getting to listen or de- getting to follow me on Twitter? Who? Straight guys. Really? You know, we did an analytics on my Twitter. It's 82% women. Really? Straight guys. Now, I don't, I don't quite, I haven't quite figured it out. Um, I think part of it is the Chelsea Lately brand. I think that, you know, if you Makes come sense. off that show, whether you're a straight guy or not, you don't have a lot of, you know, the the guys, guys are like dead fucking show. But it's interesting that the people that I'm making fans, like when I get on stage, I see a lot of smiling faces. The ones I don't feel, I see the arms crossed or women who brought their husbands or boyfriends who are just like, I'm going to hate this motherfucker. Really? Straight guys. It, 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 my social me- My me. social media. Everything on my show, at my live shows, straight guys are the ones that I am having the hardest time getting to on board with what I do. I'm trying to count how many straight guys I know. Uh, I'm, at, I'm at six and a half. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the half? Oh, that's a good it's story. A, well, I'm not going to tell you that story. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's, it, it's, it, that's interesting. And, 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 you know, when I talk to people like uh, networks and the stuff, you know, and they're always yeah. like, well, they, you know. It'll be the guys that'll come watch a show. It's the women we have to win over. And I'm thinking to myself, hmm, it's the exact What do they like? Opposite. What do straight guys like? I don't know. Look, NASCAR. No. <laughs> I've heard of NASCAR. you group us in. Like, uh, you know, <laughs> the guys like the, the, uh, the, you know, guys like Joe Rogan and Brian Callen and Joey Diaz. Mm-hmm. And those guys have a huge guy male following. And I don't know that I, I'm, I'm not exactly those guys hmm. but i always thought that was when i hmm. have you had your twitter analytics run no they're fast does it hurt it, yeah it, yeah <laughs> i've never had analytics have you <laughs> ever had the q-tip analytic uh have you ever been have you ever been even tested for a stitted an std yeah oh sure certainly i was have you dating had the q-tip? somebody ever had the q-tip never inside but i did take the horse pill at um for chlamydia it, one time <laughs> At Fort Chlamydia? No, Fort Fort Chlamydia. Oh, they said Fort Chlamydia. I'm like, no. that's a terribly named place. Fort Chlamydia. It's named after. So it's, it's right at Plymouth Rock, right when yeah. they arrived. First, got to check through. You guys got to get into Fort, Fort Chlamydia. Yeah, <laughs> that came over on the Mayweather. That's where they get Fort. The Chlamydia. Mayweather. The Is Floyd the Mayweather. Mayweather. What's it? What are they called? Mayweather. Yeah. What's May, it called? Mayflower. Mayflower. The Mayweather. <laughs> They came over on the Tyson, Mayweather, the Holy Field. Well, you should have seen your faces when I said Mayweather. You were both like, "He's kidding!" Right? <laughs> I don't want to make fun. I don't want to make fun of him until he. <laughs> I, I almost didn't make fun of you because I just felt so bad. Yeah, about I thought it. you were. Like, he, he must have been. He's kidding. The Mayweather. No. Well, I mean, he doesn't know. <laughs> just let him think. Can I tell you something? When I was in um, uh, Myrtle Beach, I forget if I was, I was somewhere in the south, and somebody after the show called me a kite. What is it? Wait, okay. excuse me. Instead of a instead of kike, 
They called me a kite. Okay, for starters, wh- Wait. what? But wow. well, here's the thing. I'm not. That someone called me a fab once. Yeah, did they really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're fab. <laughs> and you're like, great. How dare but you? But for me, words, you, look, there are very few people in this world that can hurt my feelings. Mm-hmm. I have to care about you for you to hurt my feelings. Yes. That's a very, like, that's why trolls and things on Twitter, I may interact with them, and sometimes I have a good time and I go back and forth, but you. It's impossible. I don't know you for you to go, oh, you're not fucking funny. That doesn't bother me. No. Um, so when the guy called me a kite, like, but here's the thing. We were, it, Ross, he goes, you know, I never thought you guys were that funny. And I go, you guys? I didn't know what he was talking about. He goes, you know, you kites. <laughs> and I'll tell you why I didn't correct him. <laughs> because there were two possibilities. What? One, there's a whole group of bigots in South Carolina who think the word is kite and I'm fine with that. Yep, go nuts. Or he's the dumbest one out yeah. of the biggest. Yeah. And even they laugh at him, and I'm fine with that too. Do you, you know really actually called you a kite because you're kite. always high? Yeah. Is that the Maybe that's what it is. Maybe. I also yeah. told him there's nothing less, I can't think of anything less Jewish than a kite, by the way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, do you really run into anti Semitism a lot? Because it's something that I don't yes. see in the like. Huh. It, it shocks me that it even still exists. You oh, know what I mean? Or that we live in a world where it does. Rampant. For huh. reals. I hear are Howard you, Stern talk about it, and I think, oh my God, is you, he just tuned into something I'm no, not no, tuned no, no, into? No, 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 It's, okay, it's not as overt as, say, with, for, for black folks or for gay folks, because, uh, you look, if you look at me, you're like, I don't know. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, you can't hide being black, so it's easy to walk up to somebody and be racist. You're right, or, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> but, but uh, you know, synagogues, there's a reason that, you know, even the synagogue here, where my son went to preschool, mm-hmm. has armed guard. Really? Wow! In Hollywood. Blow you away. Uh-huh. Am I just so blind to uh, that? Uh, it just are, you're, me I mean, it's not. Look, if you look, if you <sighs> talk to the KKK or any, it, it, I'm sure you're close with them. Um, or I, the, I have a group text right now. Yeah, can we right get now. on there? <laughs> yeah. Will you get on the kike test? Um, but, <laughs> but, you know, I think if I'm not right, well, I'm sure we have some Aryan power people listening. You can call in at three two three two eight two seven four two four. But I think they blame the Jews for almost everything. And at the end of the day, I think they blame the Jews for bringing black people to this country. Oh, my oh, God. That's a w- deep anger. Uh, but but weird. Like, you got to look. They, they worship Hitler. Who did Hitler hate the most? You. Yes. God. Yeah. Of, I'd like to think Hitler hates us both. He, well, listen. <laughs> <laughs> I think he would. I got to tell you, I think if he came back, I think we'd be on the same train. We'd win him over. Uh, okay. Okay. Well, let's just take a couple phone calls. 323-282-7424. Hey, you're on with Josh and Ross and Tater Todd. Hello. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hello. <clears throat> Hello. Hello. Hello? Uh, hi, oh, who is oh this? Yeah, hi, uh, I am Saad. Saad. I'm uh, from Kansas City. Oh, hi, how are you? I'm I'm not sure now. <laughs> Why oh, not? Yeah, take a deep breath, Saad. Yeah, hi, dear. it's yep. Ross. Hi. It's Josh and Tater. Oh, God. Oh, hi. Uh, hi, Ross. Hi, Tater. Hi. 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 What's going on? Um... I just dialed the number and you just answer. I uh, have no any idea. Yeah, I don't know. So That's that. how phones work. What happens is you pick it up <laughs> and then you dial like 10 numbers and then somebody says, Let me ask you something. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> are you a, how'd you find the number? Do you follow Josh on Twitter or you follow me on Twitter? Or um, I follow you, Ross. 
Oh, great. Okay. Well, okay. Josh Wolf Comedy, get on it. Okay, yeah, follow, make sure you follow Josh <laughs> okay. as well. So Josh and I are talking. We're here in uh, Hollywood, and it's his show, so I'm going to yeah. shut up in a second, but I'm trying to make him feel You're doing great. Calm. No, you're Just doing great. trying to make him calm you're down. You're doing great. Anyway, do you have a question for us you've always wanted to ask us? Uh, yeah. Uh, when uh, are you going to... Uh, 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 oh, sorry. About Khloe Kardashian, you tell that she will be a guest... Uh, uh, on your show, and she true? never did. Saad, thank you so much for bringing... By the way, thank he listens to Straight Talk with Ross, Saad. I know... Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for listening. So we announced that, what? Chloe Kardashian. Well, she said that she was going to be on, you know, I'm friends with the family. She was mm. going to be on, and then she postponed, and we haven't rescheduled. She was going to be on when Caitlyn was sort of coming... Uh, she looks so different. Out. Chloe looks yeah. amazing. I mean, she looks phenomenal. I always... She looked good when she was a little heftier, too. I like I, her so much. I do, too. I, I She's my favorite one. Can I tell you how I feel about Chris Jenner? Or should I not in front Let's of you? Let's not go there. Okay. Because you know she's very good to me. She's very sweet and mm-hmm. we're friends. Yeah, she's been great to her kids. Hey, uh, Saad. Uh... Just because her kids are successful. She's oh, been great to them. You know what? I would have sold my daughter's sex tape too because I think that's good parenting. How dare you? Yeah. Uh... How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great parenting. As a matter of fact, I'm, I'm going to encourage my daughter to have a sex tape and I'm going to sell it because I think it's good parenting. And I think as long as they're rich, then mentally, however they feel about themselves doesn't matter. Go ahead. Thanks so much for calling, Saad. <laughs> yep, thank you. Thank hey, Saad. you. Saad, there thank you. And thank you for listening to the podcast, too. And make sure you check out the new Sirius yes, show. Yes, definitely do. On Sirius Out Cute tomorrow or today. Today, It's Tuesday yeah. the 13th at okay. uh, 2 p.m. West Coast, 5 p.m. Pacific, and whatever the fuck time that is in Kansas City. Thanks, Saad. Thanks, Saad. Saad. Be oh, happy. Okay, love you. Talk soon. Bye. Hey, I forgot to say, this weekend, I will be in Naples, Florida. <gasps> Ooh. At Off the Hook Comedy Club, everybody. Look at you Come to Florida. Yeah, and the weekend after that, I'll be in Nashville at, at Zany's. I love Nashville. Uh, Nashville's one of my favorites. The me best. too. I really like it. Did uh, Naples, I've never been to, but I love Miami. Is it near there? I don't have any idea. <laughs> <laughs> How close is it to the Golden Girls? That's ne- the only thing. You know what? I know, the May- I know the Mayweather dock there, so I, that's all I have. About- <laughs> <laughs> and the, the May- Mayweather, yeah. the Pinto Bean, and the Santa Margarita people. They were all <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the uh, uh, oh, by the way, number 323-282-7424. We will be taking your phone calls now. Uh, we got another one. Hey, you're on with Josh and Ross and Tater Todd. Uh, what's going on? Who are we talking to? Hey, it's uh, Carrie from Orlando, Florida. What's, what's going, going on, Carrie? Carrie, thank God you called. Is Naples near Miami? <laughs> Wait, what? Never mind. Don't worry about it. How are you? What's going on? I'm... Great, great. I'm sorry, I don't have it as put together as our last caller did. But um. Oh well, that's uh, unfortunate to hear, because he didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, how dare. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> What's going on? Did you have a question for us? I did. All right. So this is going to be for everybody that listened to Josh and Ron. Okay. What do you guys think Kevin and Glendora <gasps> is doing right now? Building a uh, chair, chair for his next girlfriend. I like to think that he and Squirter Mom got together. And ha- and have built a wonderful life together. Do you think he still rides his bike everywhere? Well, was he looking for Wi-Fi too, yeah, like yeah. outside in his neighborhood? Yeah, he was living with his sister, <laughs> and he rode his bike everywhere. But he made a table. He made it. Remember, he made a table for his girlfriend, and then she broke up with him yeah. but kept the table. 
I know. Listen, so I think about him at night. I think about where Squirter Mom is. We I, talked I to her about... on. She called here. No. Really? Yeah. I can't convert Squirt, Squirter Mom to a straight, straight talk listener. You can't. No. Uh, none of squirting. And then, um, <laughs> what about the guy who loved Reba McIntyre's song? Oh yes! my God! Where did he go? He sang it for us. <laughs> and then you were like, "I'm sorry. That would. Can you do that one more time?" And you had him sing it again. You had him do it Maybe. too. Oh, <laughs> Amazing. Oh, that guy was amazing. You know what else? Who was the dude with the deep voice who did our promo? Oh my God! And he said, "Oh, no, I forget his I'll name." I'll bury though. you in the backyard. Yes. God, who was that? that was, was it Ving Rhames or something like that? Oh, oh yeah, you had a little, you had a little, him. a little like fly away. Yeah, 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 Thank away. you. I was <laughs> fixing my hair down because I was little. Uh, yeah, it, it was. He sounded like a little Ving Ramsey. Yes. I'm pretty fucking far from okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't get that reference. Pulp Fiction. Oh, uh, yeah. What? I mean, I've seen it. <laughs> what? I liked Forrest Gump that year. Oh, my God. Wait. Now, I still... You like Steel Magnolias more than Pulp Fiction? Uh, Steel Magnolias? What's it called? Steel Mimosas? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I do on Sunday, but I don't have enough in my wallet. Give <laughs> it! <laughs> <laughs> I can't what I like about that is you gave a little brush of your eyebrow when you said <laughs> uh, no Steel Magnolias yeah that's a better movie that's a better movie than Pulp Fiction Steel Magnolias okay uh, Carrie Steel Magnolias or Pulp Fiction Pulp Fiction thank no. you that's okay. anybody who's listening right now you can tweet to at Hello Ross mm-hmm. or at Josh Wolf Comedy mm-hmm. please tell us Pulp Fiction I'm, I'm sorry Ross but uh, it's going to be Pulp Fiction. Thank you. Carrie, you don't need to apologize to me that you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what, accept it? Accept the fact that you're wrong and move on with your life. Do now, you... listen, the fact that you're so needy, Josh, that you you want people to tweet you Pulp Fiction when everybody knows Steel Magnolia is a better movie. Ask ask, ask history which a better movie is. The History Channel? Ask, no, ask the history of time. Like, that. Uh, what movie will we be talking about in 100 years? Oh, oh. Pulp Fiction. Oh, did, did Pulp Fiction have Dolly Parton? How about that? What? Where's Sally Field in Pulp Fiction? Dumb fuck. She's huh? not in Pulp Fiction. Don't get me heated. Where's Daryl Hannah in Pulp Fiction? Exactly. Does wait, Julia wait. Roberts get a makeover? Does Julia Roberts get a makeover in Pulp Fiction? No, but does anyone stab Uma Thurman <laughs> in the heart with a needle? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Does anyone do that? Does John Travolta dance? And Everywhere he goes. I know. Yeah. That's Prance, not that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let me tell you something. Steal Me Noise is a better movie. It'll t- stand the test of time better. You are, I mean, that is so wrong. I can't even, I, there's, there's wrong and there's fucking wrong. And you are fucking wrong. <laughs> okay. We'll see who votes it in. Yeah, I'll see you in 100 years when they're <laughs> ta- talking about important movies in Who history. directed Steel Magnolias? The guy whose sister that <laughs> died. What does what? that, but it's not Quentin Tarantino, right? Tarantino's name will last longer than the guy whose for, sister died. For sure. <laughs> and, for sure. T- and because of that, Pulp Fiction, which is also a better movie. Which is a better movie? You know what? I think Pulp Fiction. Thank I kind of you yeah. very yeah. much. No. I mean, you're going to have to find a ride home. but <laughs> No, it's fine. More armadillo cake for me. What is an armadillo cake? An armadillo you cake. fucking dipshit fuck. There... <laughs> I just got so mad at you. I know. <laughs> But you know what that anger is from? What? It's from me being right about Pulp Fiction. No, you're yes, right. you are. You are. Darling, you are. Darling, you, you are you, darling, you may, you can have a temper tantrum all you want. I know in my heart. Who just heart. called me a dipstick fuck? <laughs> yes. Because I didn't know what an armadillo cake was. It's a cake in the shape of armadillo, and then and then they you cut made in a red cake velvet. In no, the shape it's of in a... the movie. 
And it's it, red velvet. Oh. Anyway. It's for a wedding. And what were the colors in the wedding? Blush and bashful. Anyway. Bashful's not it. That's a, those my sound, two, my two those favorite shades like, of pink. Bush. By the way, those sound, blush and bashful sound like the two dwarfs that didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I <don't, laughs> Carrie, thank you very much for calling. I appreciate it, man. Yeah. Hey, Josh. Yeah. I will see you this weekend down in Naples. I'm gonna yeah. Make Yay. Hey, hey, Carrie, I'm bringing my guitar. I've started playing guitar it's on near, stage. Fun. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. And Sight. Naples right, is man. near Orlando. I think it's like an hour, what? right? Is Naples like an hour? Uh, it's going to be like a three-hour drive. Oh, dude. Yeah. Well, you're the best. We'll have a drink together then. <laughs> awesome. All right. Bye, All right. Carrie. Thanks, you're Carrie. It's, it, it's so <laughs> clear. That, now, we've asked four people, and you're the only one who thinks Steel Magnolias is better. Yeah, well, okay. But you could go back to Nazi Germany. You ask four people there. Is <laughs> wrong what we're doing? Probably find three out of four people saying, no. Well, keep mean, on doing what we're doing this is right uh, so, so who's gonna will history judge me uh or you nazis let me just see if i got this right <laughs> in this scenario steel magnolia is the jews yes okay. <laughs> <laughs> i'm just and their allies okay i'm just trying to make sure that i know uh you're on with josh and ross and tater tot what's your name where are you calling from hey guys it's justin from quincy how are you hey, justin Hi, how are you justin hey i know you from yeah. twitter He's the best. Yes. Nice to talk to you. Justin. Oh, my gosh. I'm freaking out a little bit. Hi. Justin, what is better, Steel Magnolias or Pulp Fiction? Don't. Um, now, just because you're a big Ross fan and he's been throwing a little bit of a temper tantrum. How don't, dare you? Don't give in to that. Don't you dare give in to that. <laughs> you use your diaper changed? It, I don't. Josh, we're underwear. I would yes. never not have your back. The yes. problem is I've never seen either of them. Whoa. Whoa. We found him. Yeah. You've never seen either Hi, one? Hi, Hi, how are you? Wait, you've never seen I'm either good. of those movies? How do Amish people use phones no, if you've never seen them? <laughs> so you don't, you would, what, you don't like to be entertained or watch things that you'll love? Just, I do, that's why I'm watching Fairly Normal with Yeah! Justin. It is the Steel Magnolias of, of uh, podcasting. It's the Pulp Fiction of podcasting. <laughs> hey, uh, did, you, um, did you have a question for us? I did. Um, I know that you guys are both very politically aware. Are you going to be watching the debate tomorrow? Uh, yeah. Well, yes. yes. We are. We'll be taping Wednesday's episode of our podcast tomorrow uh -huh. after the serious premiere debut of um, Straight Talk on Sirius. Um, but yeah, and I'm buying Sirius uh, just for you. Thank oh my God. you. Look at that. He's the Aww. best. The He's best. the best. Best. Uh, yes. I mean, I am. This, this debate will be very lackluster in terms of entertainment value compared to the Republican debate because you don't have a bunch of. Um, I don't say this because they're Republicans, but, you know, you have jackass Donald Trump up there who's a phenomenal mm -hmm. to watch. You know, this will be. Hillary Clinton being kind to Bernie Sanders, who's being kind to Hillary Clinton, and then they're going to give the floor to a couple people you've never heard of before right. um, to be kind. So it's going to be just kind of boring. I am. Yeah. I'm most curious to see what types of questions and how hard they are with them. I would love to see some uh, difficult questions being asked. Yeah. I mean, listen. I would. I want to see people on the spot. Like at the end of the day, I don't think kid gloves. I am I am interested in the political process, Justin, you know this. I'm also Yeah, of course. I, I love Hillary Clinton and I will tell you the one thing I hate about Hillary Clinton. If you were gonna say who is the if you were gonna say who is if you were gonna paint a picture and look up in the dictionary, 
who's the biggest politician oh, in this yes. Republican or Democrat. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's her. And for me, right now, I, I'm I'm politicians in general leave a bad taste for in my sure mouth. but let me tell you what we need right now we need someone to get the right and the left to work together agree right and i think it's going to take a politician sending another outsider there or somebody who's new at this there is not going to solve the problem i think and i know this is not what anybody wants to hear right now everyone's here let's reform the government throw them all out there this right but you do need someone who understands what it is to talk to republicans talk to democrats and get people to comp some find some sort of common ground because we're not going to live in the left government we're not gonna live in a right government because we're too centrist right yeah, i agree right has the window closed on biden being able to throw his hat in the no room? it hasn't happen? they're waiting to see uh, where the polls stand and uh, i here's the deal. i think he wants to i think there's no infrastructure and no money left I agree. Uh, because hillary okay. sort of so- has sewed up the establishment okay. i will tell you though and i agree with what you're saying about that and we do need somebody to do that my fear is that she's so like obama turned out to be divisive I don't think Bernie Sanders, even though he's much further to the left than she is. He'll never be elected president. I don't think he'd be as divisive. Right. She's super, like, and I don't, and unwarranted, and a lot of it is the conservative machine that has slowly just chopped away at her, which has made her so divisive. There's been some things put out there about her that aren't so true. But, um, you know, we all kind of fall victim to reading it on the internet. And whether you believe it or not, it's somewhere in the back of your head that you read whatever that is. Listen, everything's divisive now. You know, it used to be back in the day, like we were, like you know, the politicians were all trying to make America better, and these people represent, represented these yes. constituents, and they, and that's the only thing that separates. Now it's like I disagree with you before I know your point of view because you have a D. Agreed. Before they put your name, so everyone's div- div- divisive. I, I don't think you can fix this. The only way you can do is make it work as it is, as it is set up. Right now, as the as the, the two party system, yes, as it as it's working now, all you can do is put someone in there who can hold the reins the tightest. Do you know what makes me the angriest? I think mm. is that we all are Americans, but if the, somebody from the other party gets elected, mm-hmm. you spend the next four years, whether it's good for America or not, trying to get that person out of office. Yeah. <laughs> That it's fucking backwards. Now, listen, I guess I would understand it if during year four you did that. Well, hold on, hold on. But the first three years, you spend... Look, look, and You don't bo- try to get them out of office. You try to get the next person into That's office. That's what I mean, though. But but you're yes. trying to make sure they're not getting reelected. Yeah. So you're not thinking about what's best for America. You're trying to think, how can I stall whatever this person's plans are? Yeah. To make them... And that, to me, is the worst thing. Like, it's not about America at yeah. that point. It's not about everybody yeah. in the country. Who benefits exactly. Yeah. It's turned into such a business, and there's so much money behind it, that, that, that there's no... Until money is out of politics, I don't know that I'll believe anything anyone says. I'll, I'll buy that because mm-hmm. right now, you, you know, in order to in order to get on the ballot or to have like any any name recognition at all, you have to raise one hundred and fifty million yeah. dollars. And do you know wow. how you do that? You don't go around to to our parents and say, "Hey, you want to throw in your hat and thing?" Yeah. You you promise the big con- con- conglomerations. You promise them favors, and they pay you for that. So when you're in the office, you have to you have to keep your alliance to them. I and, and, and that ju- sucks. Just, yeah, go ahead. Do you think that that's maybe the appeal of Donald Trump is that he's saying that he's not doing those things? Um, and I, I, I disagree with the asshole 120 percent all around. But he's also not campaigning in a traditional way where he's yes. taking money from people. He is. He absolutely is. But what he's saying is 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 not 
it's 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 appealing to the thirty percent fringe of the Republican Party. So yes, he's not he's not going to kowtow to people, and that's his big claim is that you know I'm not taking money from anybody. I know how disgusting these people can be because I'm one of them. I've donated, which okay, yeah, that's the one thing I kind of like about him. But what what he's saying, it's not going to appeal to um, uh, independents. That's no. why he's not going to win. It's not going to appeal to the base, of the Republican Party, which is why he's not going to get the nomination. What's going to happen is all these people on the outside are eventually going to fall fall off. They're going to quit the race because they don't have any money, and then the all those supporters are going to rally around one establishment candidate and it's probably going to be a bush a rubio um and cruz isn't really establishment even though he is he looks like a, a simpsons senator. character he really he does <laughs> <laughs> but that's what's going to happen how cute is rubio by the way no not my thing not my it's a weird hairline really? situation and a weird upper tooth situation who's cuter rubio or cruz Rubio. Oh my God. Cruz, Cruz is like a, he's a distracting looking person. <laughs> like it's he really, like you look at him, you're like. from the Lord of the Rings movie. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's not, it's not great. He looks like a cross between a Simpsons character and like a far side Let's character. Let's go around. <laughs> Out of all the males running for president, and Josh, you have to partake in this too. <laughs> Fuck you, you know Who would you have sex with most? Out of all, all most of Most times? Or who would I want? Most. <laughs> Who would you have? Who, who, would who you do want? I think is the best looking? No, who would you want to uh, penetrate you the most? Oh, I'm being penetrated? Yeah. Oh, so I'm going to try to find out who I think has the smallest dick. <laughs> no, but I mean, you have to make love. It's like you have to. You have to right, but kiss at the end of the day, if I'm being penetrated, if I'm being penetrated, it doesn't. Everything, if I'm being penetrated, I'm looking for <laughs> the smallest amount of penetration. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to go. But that would be Lindsey Graham. Oh, could be. I think, oh, I think I would choose Lindsey Graham too. I think he's so cute. I will tell you something. Do you know who I think? Oh, honey, who I wouldn't of course pick? he is. Yes. Who I wouldn't pick because mm. to me, I think he's got big dick confidence. Do you know what I mean by like you wonder why you see? You ever see a guy you're like, I wonder why that dude's so confident? A swagger. To oh, me, Justin that's, Bieber. To me, that's big. Well, he's a handsome dude, so he would have, and has millions of millions of dollars. And apparently, it turns out he's got a dick, but <laughs> it doesn't turn out the turn. It he's still a fucking little. Punk who I'd love to shit in his mouth. Um, oh, did I, say that? I choose you. <laughs> no, um, is that you talking dirty? <laughs> I would not pick. T- I think Bernie Sanders has big dick confidence. I think that dude is. Really? Ho- I bet you Bernie Sanders when he t- it's like a like, I, a, like I, Obama. Oh, just I, big dick I think confidence. he's got big. Bernie Sanders has big dick confidence. <laughs> so does Hillary Clinton. Yes, <laughs> she's got big lip confidence. No, I think <laughs> she's Audi. got Audi confidence. That's so gross. I think I would go Jeb Bush. Oh, beautiful. I think he's probably got two belly buttons. I would do Rubio, even though he's not my thing. What woman would you pick? Uh, no, and I think this is, I, I almost asked that question, and I go, no, maybe it's sexist to ask about a woman, but I think it's sexist not to ask mm-hmm. about a woman. I would choose. There's not a whole lot of choices. I would choose, oh, this is rough Carly, was it Carly, Carly Fiorina, Fiorina. Yeah. or Hillary Clinton are the two running. Um, that is a really difficult choice. I'm not going to lie to you. Mm-hmm. I would choose. To grab a hold of those shoulder pads and just. I choose ah. Carly Fiorina because I would never vote for her, so I'd want to give her something. <laughs> I would choose Hillary just because I have a lot of questions about Bill. Understood. So I would just ask while we were having sex. I'm like, so what's you like when you? Uh, <laughs> see, I think she's going to be president, and I don't want to ever have slept with the president. Well, oh, what a great story mm. to have slept with a president. Mm. I would have a spinoff or something. I think. I'd yeah, get my I own think show. So. I think so. The Oral Office. Mm, that's what the porn would be called. Uh, Justin, thank you very much for calling, man. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, guys. Bye. Um, okay, so we got we're gonna wrap it up here pretty soon. We got anybody else? Uh, three, two, three, two. We of course we do. Callers, uh, we got more callers. Yeah, of course. Uh, what's your name? You're on with Josh and Ross and Tater Tot. 
a Josh Ross and Tater Todd, it's Mark in Chicago. Hi, Mark. Hey. I thought I was like, is, is it old? Is it the other Mark? No. Or Mark? Is... No. Oh. Hi. Hi. Oh. Hi. What's going on, man? How are you? Well, well, it's so great to hear you guys reunited for an evening. Thank, Thank you very you. much. Feels so good. Uh, you, what did you have a? You listened to the old Josh and Ross, yeah? I did. Yes. Well, did you have a favorite uh, bit that we did? Bit? Is it a bit? Yeah. I mean, we didn't plan. Uh, the bits, but... Not really. I mean, I, I, <laughs> I loved it all. Awesome. I was there loyally every week. Me why don't too. we give him? Why don't we rank some? Okay, I, uh, the the practical joke where you thought my, somebody was in downstairs with a gun. Sure. Um, uh, uh, Kevin uh, and and Squirter Mom flirting. Mm-hmm. And How when about the, the intern and, contest? What I a, oh, the that. intern yeah, contest? Or when uh, what's his name saying Kathy's clown? Oh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That that was probably one of the most memorable. Uh, it was pretty strong. <laughs> that was pretty right. strong. The intern contest. Remember how po- uh, Pony Boy would go. Um, Oh, they, uh, Ponyboy and Trish got into it. Yeah, it was so nasty there for a second. fucking yeah. claws out for that one. That so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they really, they... He called her a bitch. I know! <laughs> <laughs> he got into it with her. Uh, Mark, did you have a question for us? I did, actually. Um, I, I was curious, with the two of you, since you both have had a taste of your dream yes. is whether you have another dream now on the horizon or if you are maintaining the same dream, if there's anything that you would do differently the next round. Uh, you want to go first? You want me to go first? This is it. This is the dream. Me and you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, in a way, yeah. I mean, listen, we talked about it a little bit. I mean, what I do, I wouldn't do anything the way I did it. I wouldn't do anything differently. I really wouldn't because I thought the product was really good. The people I did it with was really good. Um, and if I, uh, what I, what was the second part? Um, would you do, or, or what's oh, on the horizon? The, the on the horizon. Well, you know, the serious show uh, starting today mm-hmm. at 2 p.m. Pacific, uh, 5 Eastern. And then uh, Josh and I are talking about doing something together. Yeah. You know, because we said if we can't control the outcome, let's do something that we really would have fun doing and love doing it. So wouldn't that be nice to do something together? We have an idea and maybe we'll do it. Yeah. I, and I would tell you, like, uh, for me, because it's still a little fresh, I think my answer might be different four months from now. Yeah. I uh, get it. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. because my, I still, I'm still a little, my, I'm still having quite wrapped my brain around why the show, look, the show was what it was and it was exactly what was asked for and we delivered and it was fun and, it was and people great. liked it. Yeah. People had a good time. So hard for me, and it really had nothing to do with the product. That's the hardest thing to swallow when it and has nothing to do with the product. And they will tell you, no, the show is actually perfect. It's but we just can't. And the ratings good. I know. <laughs> and but here's what people don't see behind the scenes. And then I don't want to end on a bad note or a sad note. But like there's a family of people behind the scenes. Yeah, and that was you're hard like, for me. Daddy, you know, you're leading that, or mommy, you're leading that. There's a team. responsibility there, um, and you take it seriously. And yep. you and your pride is wrapped up, and um, just like you would imagine. I would tell you, for me, if you're going dream in the future, if I'm taking away what I learned um, on my show, the dream is to have another opportunity Mm -hmm. to do something, whatever that is, to do something and do it the way you envision it. (laughs) So, look, whatever that opportunity is, and hopefully it's the one with you and I, but where we can go, this is our vision, and we can keep to that vision. Like, for me to be true... 
to be true to myself really is the is the basic goal is to is to make things that I like and hope other people like them too. Just sounds like a good life. Yeah. In general to live by that principle. It, it yeah. is. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's really hard though because sometimes trusting yourself Right, because I'm sure you have a lot of people in your ear like you should do it this way, or maybe you should try this. Trusting yourself, but I've decided after you, look, I had a couple opportunities with TV early on, and I had three or four TV deals. And the problem, I always acquiesced to somebody else mm -hmm. because I was like, oh, they must know more than me, or they have more experience than me. And then so the dream now, Mark, is if the ship is going to go down, and that's one of the reasons why this thing with my show. It's, it stings, but I know that I went down with the captain's hat on. Yeah, okay. Do you know what I mean? And so for me, that's a big thing to know, look, I did it the way I wanted to do it. So my there's no regret the product. There's no regret for the product. Yeah. It's more just like mourning. Yes. Mm. Right? Yeah, that's what it feels like. Well, a breakup, like a really yeah, bad yeah, breakup. Yeah, that sounds yeah. right. It sounds I, like a... Yeah. I have no regrets as far as what we did, who we worked with, the the people that we chose to be on the show, the product, the fact that I get to work with my son every day was like a, a gift that I cannot, because a gift on many levels because I love him so much, but also because you know, if we're being real, the last six years of being on the road was really hard for me. I feel mm -hmm. like I missed a third of his life. Yeah. And it crushed me every weekend I got on a plane. When I came back, the weekends where I was like, he looks taller, Instead of celebrating that, it was really fucking hard for me. Makes sense. Really? It was a really, oh my God. There were some weekends where I would come back and I was happy to see him. And at the same time, he would tell me how, what his week he did over the weekend. And all I could think of is, I can't believe I missed that. I missed, mm -hmm. I missed, I wasn't there during his prom. Yeah. Oh. They sent me pictures, but I wasn't there. So it was like a, the, to be able to work with him every weekend was, every week was like, a dream. So no regrets Aww. about the show. No yeah, regrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's more morning, well, right? It's more. Yes. That's what it is. And and um, I, you got to make peace with it. I'm still trying. You know yeah, I mean? yeah. I, it's you just you just sort it's of have to. Time, it becomes right? a part of you. Yeah. It is. It's like when you you know you wear your bra all day long and it leaves that mark. <laughs> Don't I know? It. Well, first of all, I wanted to say that both of the shows honestly were very very good. I enjoyed oh, thank both you. of them. Thank you. Sorry to see them go. And and at the risk of minimizing pain to bumper sticker philosophy, one thing that I have absolutely learned, and I'm older than both of you, is that everything that happens to you happens for you if you allow it. In other words, if you allow it to be wisdom and not a failure, if you allow it to just be fuel to the fire, to that better opportunity, that more fitting opportunity, that thing that is still yet to be discovered, uncovered, explored, it will all serve you. Mm -hmm. So that's what I'm waiting for, and wow. I want you both to know that I will be there wherever Thank that you, is. Mark. Thank you, Mark. That's, very I have nice a yeah. that's so nice. And I have a question. You know, my show, people sort of call it the Steel Magnolias of, of television shows. <laughs> I've, not... heard, I've heard Josh's show be described as Pulp Fiction? Yeah. So what's a better... What's a better compliment? The higher compliment? What's a better compliment, you think, being called the... Which one? Mark is a Mark is the smartest person I've ever talked to. He knows that Pulp Fiction is a better movie. Right, Mark? Well, I have to say, Ross, I'm sorry. As far as films are... I like both films. It's like choosing which child do you love more. But as far as which is a better film... 
it is Pulp Fiction. I mean, you are getting beat up mercilessly right now. Like, you're getting crushed. Do you see me worried about it? Yes, because you keep asking people. <laughs> no, I'm now, kidding. Now people. The other side no, I, I didn't ask. No, Mark, 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 Mark let me say this. Let me, Mark, I would watch between this the Mark two. needs it. Mark, give me a second. I'm not asking yeah. people mm-hmm. for this. I'm giving people the opportunity to be right. <laughs> oh. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm just saying. That is, I'm just kidding. I'm giving you the platform. Heard it? The opportunity to be right. I've never heard it <laughs> yeah. said like that. That's all I'm giving is but people the opportunity to be uh, right. He's working on his political career now. Nobody's taking the opportunity, but well, it's out mm, there. I mean, your best friend is even telling you how stupid you are. She's amazing. She she can be wrong too, Josh. <laughs> okay. Don't hold her to a standard. You obviously don't hold yourself to. <laughs> <laughs> Mark, thank you for calling. Thank you, guys. Have a good night. Bye. Right, you Bye too. Um... All right, we. I mean, people are gonna call forever and ever. How how many more calls you want to take? It's up to you. Uh, I don't know. You want to take two more? Yeah. Take two more. People love us together, buddy. Uh, you know, uh, it's every all I hear whenever I go anywhere. Me too. Oh hey uh. Oh hey, you're on the phone with Josh and Ross and Tater Tot. Who's this? This is Ben. I'm so excited. Oh my God, we're excited. Hi, Ben. What's a better movie? Oh no. <laughs> no, no, no. Let's ask him. Let's ask. Now you're gun shy, aren't you? You're gun shy now. No, I just don't care. Oh, no. Obviously. Ben, you don't have to okay. break Ross's heart. Go ahead. What's going on? Did you want to ask Ooh. us a question? I actually do have a question. Okay. Okay. Are you guys ready? Yeah. I've followed yes. you guys for a while, okay. ever since the Josh and Ross thing. Okay. And okay. I feel like, as a homo, Sexual. Yeah. I uh, thank you for putting that in the end there. And everything. Yes. What? Thank you for saying sexual at the end. I didn't know what you were talking about. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, I'm a homosexual. <laughs> so, so I uh, I always feel like I struggled with getting along with and relating to um, straight males, mm-hmm. and I always had like a problem with that. But l- listening to your guys' show and all of that really helped me realize that straight guys are actually very hilarious and fun to kind of poke fun at and just be hilarious with. Even though they have bad taste in movies, yeah, they're fine. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So recently, since being exposed to you guys, I have learned that like straight guys are like the funniest people at bars, and that's all I talk to. Oh, really? (laughs) Ben, let me ask you, what was it it before in high school that you – did you – not feel comfortable did you feel like somebody was going to not accept you or what was it you thought or that you thought that we were basically two completely different species honestly like looking back at it because now i realize that straight guys are kind of like putty in my hands and they kind of like they are literally like they laugh at everything that i say joshua or i didn't know that it was like I didn't know I was so good at that. <laughs> you're, the, you're the straight you know, guy whisperer. Joshua's more like pudding in my hands. Yeah. He's sweet. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like I kind of, I feel like I kind of like, after I came out of the closet and I kind of like became <laughs> my you... own person and everything, I yeah. realized that like I'm fucking hilarious. Yes, you yeah. are. Yes, you are. <laughs> When did you and come all out? Straight guys, like they love everything that I say. Well, you are funny. You know, a lot of gays have that gift, and uh, a few straights have that too. When did you come out? So I came out when I was like nineteen. Like I just turned nineteen. And how old are you now? 
23. And are you dating? No, 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 no. I'm too, like, I'm too selective. And is Steel Magnolias a better movie than Pulp Fiction? It's the best movie of all time. It's better than Avatar. See, I was, Ooh. like, picking, I was picking oh, a juror. I, I wasn't even going to ask that. Yeah, you, yeah. Did you see what <laughs> I was saying? Interrogation I was tactics. selecting yeah, a no, juror. Yeah, I knew that one. <laughs> I, uh, but, Ben, let me ask you something. Um, the The straight guys that you are making laugh, um, so you feel now more comfortable around straight guys in general, and you didn't feel comfortable in high school? I did not feel comfortable because I because I think I was really immature, and I think they were really immature, but now we're all just so mature, and they're like the people I get along with the best. It's not mm-hmm. fun. Well, like, it's just growth, you know? I think the introduction so. was all of, my, all my straight female friends, all of their boyfriends became cooler, you know? Yeah. They all became a little bit more, like, responsible and stuff. So I could joke around with them, and they weren't so stupid. Ben, I, I will tell you something, and this is true. I think I've told you this before. Look, you know, I have all, all my type A guy friends all uh-huh. listen to our old podcast, and lo- they're like, "We fucking love that Ross Matthew." Aww. So I mean, look, I mean, the truth is, I do think a lot of it in high school, in general. You and, and and people are not mature. So whether you're straight or gay or a nerd or a jock, you or make, a fatty, or whatever, you make fun of whoever the other group is. It's just kind of what it is. When oh, people I remember get when older, we were when we were in theater group, we would just right make there. so much fun out of the <laughs> choir group. Can I tell you when I was I did thespian a, society. I, I did a. I did Romeo and Juliet in high school as when I was on the football team. I'd love yeah, to you see did. you as okay. Juliet. I did. And can I tell you, the the thespians yes. ridiculed us. They were like, no. oh, you were those fucking, you were, they didn't talk like that. But they were like, yo, you. What the did they jo- talk like? They, I oh, didn't what did they talk like, Josh? <laughs> but they made fun of us for being jocks. We so, never did that, did we? Yeah, we got so. a little, we got no. meathead stuff. and we no. got. A, but look, it we was. We would have po- been thrilled. But it was poking fun at. Right, so yeah. I kind of saw it from the other side because in this group, and they accepted us, but they still made fun of us because we were the outsiders. Mm-hmm. It like was a pony ex- boy, like exactly. a <laughs> yeah, exactly. Stay golden, stay oh, golden, stay golden. golden. Uh, well, listen, listen. You know, you 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 stay with your tribe, and uh, the other tribes you're scared of, so you mock them or mm-hmm. ignore them. Is this you a know? survivor reference? Yeah. Okay. And then uh, once you're out <laughs> in the real world, I also think the culture has shifted since you were 19. That was five years ago. It's a very different world. We're talking yeah. about things we weren't talking about before. Where people are who were never exposed to other things are now exposed to them. You know what I mean in the media. Yeah. So it's a different world. Uh, um, I've always felt like my 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 full role is just to expose myself as a great person, and then people will just love me. Yes, and then they'll love all people. By the way, <laughs> Ben, that, uh, can I just tell you that is a great attitude to have. Yeah. Sure, but but I and I will tell you this: the truth is, most hate I think comes out of ignorance. Most hate. Oh, yeah. Most hate comes out of fear of things that you don't know or you're not exposed to. Now, some of it isn't. Some of it comes from experience. I was just going through it. Like, I'm like, I hate murder. But, no, I hate it. Right? You hate murder? Yeah, and I have, and like... I'm against it. I don't know if I hate oh, it. Oh, I hate it. You hate it? Murder, yeah. But but you're scared of it, right? <laughs> sure. Okay, so that's something you fear. But do you think if I was exposed to murder, I'd be like, it's not that bad. I will Once tell you... Once you get to know murder, I, it's not that horrible. I will tell you, if you saw... <laughs> A hundred people get murdered. By that a hundredth, you'd be like, eh. I've seen it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you'd be like, uh, try something else. Which is why Steel Magnolias is a better movie. Oh, uh, no. Because Pulp Fiction so gets you ready violence. for murder. 
all throughout Pulp Fiction. It gets you ready for murder. No one ever fucking stabbed Julia Roberts in the heart yeah. with a needle. No, but they emotionally stabbed her in the heart. Every scene. <laughs> ben, thank you for calling. We're thank gonna, you. You guys are the best. Thanks. We thank got time you. for one more phone one call. Last caller. Last phone call. 323-282-7424. And Ross, let me just say this. What? This has not only reemphasized uh, what I already know, which is we're good together. Yeah. It's because, better. I think it's better when I'm in the big boy seat, though. I think. <laughs> Whatever you want to tell yourself. But we're we're good together because, you That's know. That's all what? the tweets I'm getting. How do you know? Are, you, are they on I, your watch? No, my phone's across the room. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just assuming that when we leave, I'll be getting those tweets. No, I'm just um, kidding. Just kidding. You're but, doing a great job. But, but for me, like, there is such an ease. There aren't as many. I don't feel this comfortable around yeah. many people. You know, because sometimes you, there's uh, there's conducting going on on podcasts or the radios or on television because it's a back and forth. Yeah. But Josh and I, it's just like a look, and you and I'm like, oh, he knows I have a story here, or yeah. I'm gonna let him take it away, or you know, it's, it's very easy. You don't feel it. Every, and we we worked with a ton of people. Tater Tot knows it on the Chelsea Roundtable. We worked with a bazillion people, and yes. there were people you just sort of felt it with, which is why we were on together a lot and why yes. we started our thing. But it it is a nice reminder to come here and. Yeah. Uh, you guys I'm, are family, obviously. I, 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 yeah. it, it, it's 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 a uh, it's an interesting thing. Like, um, oh, I'm sorry, did we miss one? Oh, oh, let's put them through, and then uh, I'll finish with that. But we were praising me, uh, so <laughs> we'll, pra- we... I'll, we'll end the show on a praise to you. Oh, how how do you feel about that? Mm, feel pretty good about that. Okay, hey, you're on with Josh and Ross. You're the last phone call of the day. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Oh, you left the best for last. It's Nana Judy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Nana Judy. Yay. Where have you been, Nana Judy? Does she not call your show? That's weird. Hey, Nana Judy. Do you call Josh's show? Oh, yeah. I talk to Nana Judy all the time. Yeah. <laughs> hey, what the fuck, Nana Judy? <laughs> <laughs> this is so nice to end on Nana Judy, isn't it? You bitch, Nana <laughs> Judy. I miss you guys. I miss you guys. I miss... I miss uh, watching you. Yes, definitely. Well, I missed I you too, you Nana Judy. I can't get you on my computer, so I don't even know what you guys have been talking about. We've mm-hmm. just been uh, gabbing. Just a couple girls gabbing. Just talking. Oh, Some gal talk. I miss talk. you boys so much. Uh, are you having you. fun? <laughs> yes. We are having fun, Nana Judy. How are you, most importantly? Um, I'm okay. Um, I've had a lot of rough rocky Aww. roads this past year, but you know, I got through it. What's going I'm on? Sixty. Um, I lost my job at the end of December uh. and you know, people don't want to hire sixty year old women, I guess, in my area. So, um, it's cool. I've got some stuff going on and I'm uh I'm hoping that things will change and turn around. They will, Nana um, Judy, because you're a positive lady. Yeah, you, you are. Make, you make things happen for yourself, honey, okay? You're, you're a positive woman, Listen. and you're a good, good person. So I, I, be, I have belief that people like that end on their feet. Yes. You know, it's taken a lot of work to get to this point. I was pretty much a train wreck um, for quite a while, and it's taken me a while to get my positive groove back. But, you know, tuning into you guys are a very positive aspect of my life. So, yes, I miss you both. And Ross, I haven't seen your straight talk yet, but I will. Um, I oh, just that's okay, honey. No, find... no, it's we're only like seventy episodes in, so that's fine. <laughs> uh, well, uh, something to catch up to. There <laughs> you go. 
I pick up my granddaughter. I go an hour before so I can be the first in line, which she thinks Nana really Joshua got on. Nana Judy in the divorce. Yeah. <laughs> and, I got Nana Judy and Squirter Mom. Oh, God, those are two good ones. Oh, Mother. two. Oh. Are you kidding? Well, I got Mark. Uh, Mark is, uh, no, Mark's with me too. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. <laughs> well, you haven't you got... fired Mark yet? No, I every haven't day fired he Mark. fires him every day. No, but if you if you're looking to go into the management business, Nana Judy, maybe I'll hire you. Yes. If I oh, okay. if I fire I mean, Mark, okay. He's have to move to from beautiful Oregon to California. I don't know, but no, it would be listen, a good jump. You but, in Oregon is more present than Mark in California. Yeah, so I don't agree. worry about it. Um. Well, I love you guys. I wanted to make sure you both know that I love you both. And um, Josh, I was completely serious. And even you, um, Ross, I really think you guys should figure out a way to do TV series on your books because I just think they would be hilarious. Thanks, Nana um, Judy. Well, we're going to try to do a... When are you coming to Portland, you guys? I'm there in January. Portland, Oregon. I'm I'm there in January at Helium. Last time I was in Portland, I ate at a Taco Bell, and I had horrible diarrhea for like three days. After... After a strip, strip club. club. So, uh, no, I'm not going back there. I think you might have got diarrhea from the strip club, just so you know. No. <laughs> I didn't eat anything. <laughs> Did you go to the strip club and eat that taco? No. It was a strip, like, a, they have male strip clubs there. So, and I were like, we got to check this out. And it was, like, kind of hilarious and not sexy at all. No. And then we got Taco Bell on the way home. And Tater Tot was there. And I woke up this morning. I was like, oh, my God. And we took, we're taking the train. I took the train from Portland up to Seattle. Just shitting. Oh, no. But on like a vibrating train. Oh. <laughs> was it, just was like it the kind shitting. of poop where you by were sweating way, too? By it was the way, a sweaty. Ross, good Jude- hookup for Sarah and John. That was awesome. Yeah. Oh, thank you. They're so darling I was together. in the middle of describing a shit, Nana Judy. <laughs> um, you, it know was- um, you know what? You know what? You know, I get... Okay, I should give you props for that because Ross, uh, because Josh has told us about him shitting on the side of his house. So yeah, I should right. let you have house. equal time on that. So did you shart your pants? No, darling. I was just oh, good. being shake, 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 rattle, and roll on a train with, and it was. Uh, Joshua asked me if it was sweaty. It was sweaty. I hate the sweaty. And when it you was, come out of the bathroom, you're sweaty, and the person looks at you like, oh boy. It was crampy. Crampy yes, I hate that. For three Did you black out? Days. No, but the toilet did. Blackout diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> it was nasty. So I'm not going back to Portland for a while. I've never had blackout diarrhea before. It's pretty bad. That's terrible. Pretty bad. It's the I, nan- mean, I got the Nana Judy's. Yeah. Nana Judy, listen, we love I mean, you. I'm so glad that you are our last phone call. And I am too. I'm so happy to talk to some of the regs from the Josh and Ross show. I wish we would have heard from Kevin from Glendora as well, in addition to Nana Judy. Mm-hmm. I wish we would have heard from Squirter Mom because Squirter Mom just dropped me like fucking hot tater. She said to me, she just said no. I never heard from her again. Oh, I heard from Squirter Mom. God. Oh, sweetie, I would have. I I've done. I like things that you've done, but you don't. You just ignore me. Yeah, so I, I, I respond to her on Twitter. Figured. That's not true. I like every tweet and I follow everybody that tweets me. <laughs> You do follow everyone. Well, I'll make person. sure. I sent Josh a message, so I guess I'll just have to send you private messages. There you go. All right, Nana Judy. Hey, Nana good. Judy, thank you very much. Head up. I love you. I love you guys. We love and you. And you are all both awesome. Thank, thank you, honey. And you make, all right. you make me happy. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.
I just said bye-bye like uh, Robin Williams in um, <laughs> in, um, um Mrs. Doubtfire. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Um, all right, let me let me end with because we're gonna end with a little praise. Yeah, we were praising me. <laughs> what were we talking what about? What were we talking about? Well, Kiss it was very actually you were kind of praising us as a team, but I kind of focused on the me part of it. Oh, we, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was saying that the, <laughs> co- the do people think I'm serious? No, you know I'm kidding. Yes. Okay, good. Um, here's the thing. Yeah. You know how you said that we go about one of the reasons where we're good together is we go about life completely different points of view. Yes. And then we get into porn and Gonzo. Yes. Let me bring it all the way back. Sure. Different points of view, but s- incredibly similar in very important places. Okay. <laughs> and I think that's one of the reasons the mesh of, yeah, we have different lives and we, we raised differently and different experiences growing up. Some have the right views in movies, some have so, wrong views. Right. Well, I was going to say, you know, obviously one of us who came over on the Mayweather is way smarter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh-huh. But... The thing we do hold some things, um, it, it, in in our hearts the same way, and we are similar in that I feel like we're both. No matter what uh, my people may think about me, we both have kind of big hearts. Yes, we're kind Agreed. to the people. You know, we although I'm a little, I poke a little more than you. I'm not a mean spirited guy like no. you know and neither one of us go we we're not here to embarrass people and mm-hmm. we may poke fun of like and we have the same kind of spirit towards our humor mm-hmm. and the way we go about interacting with people and i think that's like even though we have different povs and gonzos yes we have that, different gonzos. that helps with the conversations <laughs> yes but the spirit of the show is very simpatico and i My think that's gonzo why. is a muppet yeah, <laughs> but if I had to see that face when I was having sex, that'd be yes. terrible. Uh, listen, I couldn't agree with you more, and I think it's why we always clicked and why it was so fun to do that. Even though, do you remember how much we made making that show? We did zero, zero dollars. We paid, we paid so much money and gas to do that yeah. show, but we never complained because it was all about fun and it was all about the listeners. And listen, and I tell you this, Josh, and I mean it. If I could, if we can find a way to work with each other, that thing we can't control won't matter. I agree. So let's find it, just like it didn't matter with the Josh and show let's uh, that we got paid for it right let's find something that it doesn't matter let's just create something great and funny that that's you know nana judy will love let's fucking do it for nana judy what? nana judy's my new god do yeah, it for the I, NJ. I, yeah it will do it do it for judy yep. yes um but here's the thing one thing we have that you cannot teach there's a certain level of chemistry yes and so we'll just we'll ride that wave as long as we can and i am very proud of you listen i know where you are in the journey of um having what you worked so hard for taken away and yeah. for reasons you can't control. And I know about asking yourself, was it worth it? If I knew how it would hurt at the yeah. end, would I do it again? And what you have to do is you've got to know that there's a lot left to the story to tell a lot left for you to create. <laughs> right. And, um, the getting there was worth it because remember all those moments of pride, that you felt. Oh yeah. Yes. You got to feel them again. I, that's what I'm, I've come to, to realize is like that the journey was the good part. Then you jump off the cliff and it hurts like fucking shit. Right. But it's about the journey. So once you go through that training and by the way, I'm not done with mine either, but let's, you know, I, I'll train with you yeah. and we'll get ready for that marathon again. You, I appreciate that. And, and one thing my dad said to me, which is, was very profound for me anyways. He said, is, is that the only story you have to tell? Mm hmm. And I said no, and he was like, "Okay, well then, write the next story." Yeah, and that's what it was. He was right. Like, 
yes, that was the story that I had been writing my whole life to get there. And now that story, is that your only story? Yeah. And so that was, he was right. He's yeah. right. And it wouldn't hurt this bad. If, if you didn't did, want it so much. If you didn't yeah. want it yep. so much. And, yep. and if you didn't knew you if you didn't do your best. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with all that. I agree. So with that. let's do it again. We're gonna. Yeah. Um it has been uh It's been all right. It's been <laughs> like out of the two <laughs> podcasts that I've had, this has been the second best. Oh my god, <laughs> yeah. that is great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Out of the two that you've had, I think it's the third best. Yeah. To be honest. Well, I think you. you're right. Um, um no, it's been great. It's been great and it's been good, great connecting with all the people. And you gotta come on mine again and um you, maybe you'll come on the serious show. I would love to. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Listen, I think I think I've always thought we should be doing. He said, he said on series, but right now they're they're not doing that. So no. maybe one day. Yeah, maybe. Or we God, just make that TV show. He, that, that's what's gonna happen. All oh. right, guys. We love you. Know. And uh, Tater Tot, thank you for coming too. Thank Thanks you for being here. Tater Tot's yeah. going to oh, be with me you. on the Sirius show, by the way. She is. Mm-hmm. She is. She's on with the podcast on Street Talk with Ross. Yep. Yes. She'll be on the Sirius show as well. She should be. Mm-hmm. She's super funny. Oh, my God. Thanks. She's Tater. getting some regular D, and that's important. <laughs> that, yeah. Is that a vitamin? Uh, regular D, regular D. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that prescription D. <laughs> oh, you got some of that prescription. Yeah, yeah. mega dose. Yeah, <laughs> over the counter, uh, under the table, under the sweater. Mm, under the sweater D. Uh, uh, under the sweater D. When it, very um, flexible. Very flexible. Very flexible. I was gonna say if it comes up out of the pants and goes back in <laughs> under the sweater, that's pretty nice. I terrible. was doing like over the counter, under the sweater. I was doing alliteration, that kind of a thing. Like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Alliteration, did you learn that on the Mayweather? Yes. <laughs> okay, we gotta go. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.